This episode of the View from the Rock podcast is brought to you by Sign Dog Northwest. They're your source for custom signs, banners, boat names, fleet graphics, and more. Custom design services available. This episode is also brought to you by Merlink. They're the premier custom home builder in the Clee Elm area and a proud featured home builder in Suncadia Resort and Tumble Creek. Welcome back to The View from the Rock podcast. Uh, we're here in the Yellow Dog Studios, and wow, we're we're cracking some beers already. Uh, I'm your host, Ruck. I'm here with uh, Swap and Morgie. Uh, Swap, how are we doing? Doing great. Here we are, first Sunday in February. It's sunny outside, mid-50s. You know, if this was October, they'd call this Indian summer. I don't know if you can say that anymore, but I don't know what they call it here in February. A lot of golfers out today. Yeah, I bet. Coming back from Burlington, a little basketball game against the rain. PNW rain. Ooh. They're not as good anymore as they were. (laughs) No, they've got about 20 teams. I know. That's why. Yeah. I don't know if I know what the PNW rain is. Just a local Skagit Valley uh, basketball club. So is this similar to what they have now going on with uh, pickle? Pickle paddle, pickleball. No, <laughs> is this for, just for like old people? Everyone, everywhere in a bigger city has a basketball club. It's like AAU, so you pay to be on a team, kind of like a select almost. So they draw from every town. This in is the all valley. ages. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, well, hey. starting in fourth grade. But does it go up to like thirty six? No, it goes <laughs> up until high school. Gotcha. It's okay. youth, and there's a bunch of teams. Yeah, they're out there uh, getting kids from all over the there's, there's all kinds of names. Yeah. You can you can find the Blaze or the Thunder. All, a lot of teams that, that their name does not end in an S. Yes. Right. All of the uh, Yakima teams or the Tri-Cities are always like the Blaze or... Because it's so hot over there. The Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Well, hey, today... On our episode, uh, we're going to be previewing Super Bowl, talking about local sports, all that normal stuff in the beginning. We've got um, a minute with uh, Morgie's Midgets um, featuring the Big Little Brawlers. Uh, our musical genre today is focused on the Super Bowl as well with the best halftime shows. And our beer of the week is from Fremont Brewing. Finally, we're going to talk about top three worst sports announcers. Good episode. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, real quick, Merle Inc. won Best Builder in uh, on the East Side. He oh, just had yeah. a big, wow, big thing. So we are we're we're in rarefied air here with him yeah. as one of our sponsors. Yeah, yeah. He also has tremendous swag. We're big time. Yeah, we are. So high school basketball. How's that looking for us, Morgie? Well, we we start districts this week. We host Sea uh, Home. <laughs> Oh, baby. And we just broke the school record again for points scored last night, yesterday. Yeah, 101. 101. 101, breaking a record that's about three weeks old. Against Seahome. Yeah. So, so we're going to try C-Home. and go for 102 to, uh, Wednesday night. I don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't either, but um, it's a good draw. Yeah. 101 was against Ferndale. Seahome. Oh, yeah. 101, Ferndale. Okay. Um, we are the three seed. 
So Linden is the one, Cedar Crest two. We are the three. And then only two go on. Two teams go on, which is unfortunate because there's three really good teams. So we have three of the top six teams in the state in our district, and two teams move on. So we're the underdog. Currently right now. But we are playing at a high level. Yeah, I mean, would you agree, Swap? We're playing really well right now. Knock on wood. Even though that's plastic, uh, we're knocking on wood. But we're playing really well. I think Seahome's a good draw. Then it looks like if everything goes to form, we'll have Cedar Crest Friday. And then Linden Lakewood. And then the following midweek, if we win, would be the district title. Yeah, and then the way with the two teams moving on now changes that a little bit. If you lose the district title, you got to turn around and win a game. Yep. And at what point do we move away from the team's home site to a – common venue like mount vernon high school second game so against cedar crest yeah so the top seeds four seeds host the first game okay and then after that it goes to mount vernon high so only eight teams make the district tournament there's a playing game for four teams and then two of those teams are the seven eight seed so everyone makes it basically kind of well for 2a 3a i don't think so no, and 2A is weird because two of the teams are in a 3A league. So then we have we have a district RPI to take that into account, and things get a little weird there. But uh, We just need to get out of districts. Yeah. Yeah, I think us and Cedar Crest and Linden are all thinking we're good enough to make a run, uh, but it's just a matter of getting out of districts. Yep. And I don't know if you want me to go this far ahead because um, maybe it's jinxing it or something like that, so tell me to stop if you want. But at what point – have we won enough games to where we're going to state regardless if we lose? If we make it out of districts, we will be going to Yakima. And so to do that, we need to win our first game, beat Cedar Crest, and then do we also need to beat... We or, need to win one of the next two after that. One of the next two. If yeah. we win our first two. Okay. Yeah. And usually, we, we most years, every year up until this year that I can remember, it would be if we win the second game, then we're moving we're on. We're in no matter what. Yeah. And if we lose the second one, then does that mean we have to win two straight? Yep. Might, might even be three. Three in a row. Yeah. Okay. So important to win those first two, sounds like. Yes. Um. Anything else going on in sports right now? Looked like maybe wrestling. Oh, wrestling district, district champs. champions. Yeah. Yeah. So we had Talon Kerr, Ryland Lang, uh, Max. Um, Sweatnam? Yeah, Sweatnam were district champs. Makai Oakley took second, and a bunch of kids took three and four or five. Do you have any idea when the last time we won districts for wrestling? I think it's over 20 years. Allegedly yeah. over 20 years. That's what I saw, too. Which is awesome. That's great. Yeah, those guys get after it. We've got a good group of wrestlers right now. And we, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, we have a Super Bowl coming up. We do. Hold up. So, didn't they have state state bowling this week? Or and like state robotics. Do we know how those turned out? We do not. I do not know. I'm not in the robotics field. Okay. Well, we need to find out at some point. Yeah. Maybe state bowling. Next time. I I can find out. One of my students' moms is the coach. Okay. I'll be darned. That's for bowling. For bowling. Okay. And then somehow I have to find out about Maybe robotics. we can ask our kids about robotics, and they would know the answer. Like our kids at school? Like our, our own our personal own. kids who go to the high school. That's possible. <laughs> yeah, um, that's highly doubtful. Two other things to check on, too. So there's boys wrestling. What about girls wrestling? Do they have a district tournament, same setup kind of thing? I think same format. I do not know how they did. Yeah. 
And that's no slight on anybody. I was just very preoccupied yesterday with multiple basketball games. And, yeah. And then um, what else do we got? We got Well, you uh, got spring sports are starting in three weeks. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, me either. <laughs> uh, wow, we got we, two we coaches got girls here. Basketball. <laughs> girls basketball. Girls basketball is playing. Um, they are six or seven they're six so they're they don't have they avoided the play-in game they're going to play burlington which is a tough draw the yeah. girls set up is same thing three really good teams burlington archbishop and linden and only two are going to get to go i think burlington might be out this year i don't think they're as good as archbishop and linden but you never know wow yeah. i think linden's gonna win it all in girls they're, i think it's maybe we can make a bet i'm gonna take allensburg you can take linden Mm, I love betting on high school sports. How how, how did sports betting go this weekend? (laughs) Well, I won one bet, and I did a parlay with just the money line of five NBA games and four of the five won, and the one other team that was supposed to win lost by one. Oh. So I didn't win that bet, but I actually won $40 on my other parlay. Uh Uh-huh. And so I am currently... With even the Super Bowl bets down ten dollars, okay. So, I lost all my bets. Yes, yeah. Hey, we need to uh, make this a normal part of our show where we find we out <laughs> we we find out what your bets were, and hopefully you tell us like maybe one bet for this next week oh. that you think is can't miss. Well, uh, what have you got on the Super Bowl right now? I'm a, I'm on the Chiefs bandwagon. I th- they're two point dogs. Yeah. Um. So I just think that you just can't bet against Mahomes. I 100 percent agree. I don't think you can bet against Mahomes. Or- and then I like the over. So I like the p- total points above what Vegas has. Do you, Do you know remember? what that is right now? I think it's 47 somewhere around there. Ruck's gonna fact check that for us. But tell you what, you can get on that kiosk out there at the Swinomish Casino and. Have some fun. Oh, lose a lot of time. So we had a little bet. My parlay on Friday was Draymond Green to score over eight points, right? Yeah. Golden State to win and the over. And it didn't hit the over, right? It did. It did hit the over. Yeah, everything worked. Oh. 47 and a half. Okay. So that, 47 and a half. Yeah, it's 11 hours ago. That can so, be that, so that's cool. like a 23-24 game. What? That's like this, that would be the score. 23-24. Oh, gotcha. So like oh, okay. somewhere right around there. So yeah. you think so I'm thinking the over. Okay. Yeah. Um I mean, I feel like Hey, also any any fan or anyone that listens, if you have a bet that you would like us to Oh. Look at we would definitely consider it. Remember back in the day, you needed a bookie. Yes, you know I don't know if I've admitted this to you two off of the podcast, so this might be first time on the podcast. I don't think I've ever made a bet before. <laughs> oh, for, oh of course. wow, really? Of course. <laughs> you know you could be eighteen now <laughs> to go do that. You so, could also just be thirty six for your first time too. <laughs> so maybe this week we're gonna go make a bet. Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's you don't even have to talk to a person. No. Hey, you're you're scratching <laughs> scratching me right where I itch. Not having to talk to people. You just That's go my right, favorite. No, you go right up to the machine. You go up to the screen, and it'll has everything. Soccer. It has rugby. Australian rules football. Footy. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. And then is that close to where the actual, what's it called, the um, sports book is as far as 
Like you can sit down and watch a bunch of big TVs, you right? You can sit in a recliner. <sighs> out there. Yeah. Wow. I might, I might start spending some more time out there. You know, and we've, last couple times we've gone out, we've, it's been just in and out, 20 minutes. Just, yep. yeah. That doesn't sound relaxing. Well, once you sit down there, you're kind of entering a whole new world. Do they really force the drinks upon you when you're in a seat there? No, but they come around. Yeah, and that's kind of like forcing. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have any uh, non, non-alcoholic options there? Uh, I think they do. You know, I was out there for an event last night. I had some non-alcoholic Becks. Um, How's that? It's not bad. You know, I mean, it's like we've talked about. You're sitting there and you want a beer. It It's a beer. It's just a non-alcoholic beer. There's a funny thing about, you know, when you're having a non-alcoholic beer and... You know, within the next 10 minutes, you're expecting to like feel something based upon that you're drinking this, even though you know that's not going to happen. And then like 30 minutes go by and I feel like I kind of look back and I'm like, oh, yeah, nothing happened. Like <laughs> I have a I have a weird feeling about it, but um, I'm enjoying it. We got some got some new ones here on the counter around us and one I'm excited for today. Um, Little shout out to uh, Rocky Burns and the family. They came in town. Rooster retired. Yeah, and the Burns family is in uh, Virginia. I believe that is correct. And how long have they been gone? Four years? Oh, you know, time is a little mysterious to me, especially in the post-COVID era. Because they know, were involved in swimming, too, and Brennan was in swim then. I think they left right before COVID. So that'd be, what now, four or five and years? And then the Eagles won the, the uh, Super Bowl, and he's a huge Eagle fan. Yeah, oh, yeah, not a lot of Eagles fans around here. So I remember seeing him celebrate on social media. Yeah. Congratulations, Rocky, because right now the Eagles suck. They're a mess. Oh. Didn't they hire one of our they, they hired Clint McDonald? They, I don't know. Weren't they ten and one? Did you see the or sorry, Clint Hurt is what I meant, oh, not Clint McDonald. Did you see the uh, Pro Bowl? skills quarterback challenge i did a little bit and jalen hurts was dude he was terrible he was awful (laughs) really that was on thursday by the way they did a re repeat this morning okay so dan orlovsky the uh the you know espn's one of their football experts went out with a tie on and got a better score than jalen hurts oof and he's been retired for 10 years yeah and sucked when he played He's the guy that stepped out of bounds out of the back of the end zone one time. Safety. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Playing for Detroit. Oh, man. When someone, because that happened recently. Yeah. They 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 just call it Orlovsky. Pulling on Orlovsky. Speaking of Detroit, how did we went from like the greatest game in the world because the Niners were going to lose to the biggest collapse I've ever seen? I know. That That was hard. I just think. You know, maybe Campbell's, you know, his mantras always go for it, but there's maybe a couple times you kick the field goal. I don't know. I don't either. I mean, it's not guaranteed that you kick a 47-yard field goal and you make it. We just saw that recently. So that's easy to say, you know, take the points. Those aren't guaranteed either. That's why the math says that you should go for it in those situations, but they were pretty painful. So... We have our new segment. Is that correct, Jason? Yeah, that's correct. So it's 
we found out last week that the listeners like a little um, little person wrestling. And there is a show on Discovery called Big Little Brawlers. So <laughs> we came up with Morgie's Midget Minute. So it might be about two minutes, but um, this is sponsored by whatever company Ross owns. Correct. We don't know what that is, but it sounds amazing. So that might be the worst sponsor pitch we've ever given here on the podcast. But thank you, Ross, for yeah. uh, supporting us. And your company. Yeah. You know what? I could probably tell you. Like when I look here, um, uh, there's a bunch of names there. I don't know. <laughs> so it, basically, it's a little, it's like an eight episode series of. Um, little people wrestling and they're working towards their version of w like wrestlemania and it's a small town in tennessee that dolly parton made famous so some of course it's a small town so some of these people the names you're gonna love i said psycho pink chocolate there's hot rod who's the up-and-comer and he gets hurt Last episode, what couldn't feel his legs? What happened to him? He went off the top rope, out of the ring, landed on the little show, the redneck brawler. The little show, yes. Who's the redneck brawler? It's got like two names. The little <laughs> show, <and laughs> yeah. The redneck brawler, and um, he actually got a concussion, so he's getting back in the ring. Uh, they have Jay Amazing. And the new character that has to lose 100 pounds to make it to WrestleMania is Andrew the Giant. Oh, wow. And he is four foot seven, 330 pounds. <laughs> yeah, I, as you started to say that, I looked at that down there on the description. It makes me feel pretty good about myself. Uh, and it is the Micro Wrestling Federation. And the MWF. The guy that is like the uh, mean gene. Yeah. His name is Iva the Micro. And he is also? He's a little person. Okay. And he drives like um, like a, a little mini Jeep that Rowan and Brennan used to drive. Around so like the, the little battery yes, charge. He drives it around the arena with a microphone. <laughs> so during these episodes, oh is it like a behind-the-scenes look at the wrestling, or is it the wrestling? It's everything. And it's also their relationship with their families. So most of these men have wives or girlfriends that are regular-sized people. Oh. So there's that. Um, Psycho is with Pink Chocolate. So he there's drama right now because Psycho just left to go on the, the other wrestling... There's like a travel wrestling. So the, like group. there's like a rival circuit? Yes. So they're okay. going, he's going on this night or what is, what is nitro circuit or something for two months. So Sign Dog actually has a sweatshirt of one of these guys. Of because his buddy, they, they came to uh, Walla Walla. <laughs> so if this show, Big Little Brawlers, didn't exist they would still be doing this wrestling. Yes. Okay. So now, but I guess like some of these guys, social media is crazy. What is the sweatshirt that Sign Dog has? I think it's the Lil Show. Okay. But so like Andrew, Andrew the Giant and like Psycho, they have like up to a million followers on some of the platforms, TikTok and Instagram. I'll be damned. So that's how they make some of their money. That's wild. But 
Iva, the uh, it reminds me of Iva the Boneless. You're saying Iva? Do you I'm mean saying Iver? I'm saying Iva because that's from uh, Vikings. Did you ever watch Vikings? I think I watched the first season. So it's uh, his name is Iva, but it it is Iver. Okay. I just so what like do they saying call, Iva? What do they call him when he's being introduced? Iver the micro, but he's the the ring announcer. Oh, okay. He's like the mean genie. But he wants to get in. So he starts practicing, and then he gets hurt because he's got brittle bone disease. So he can just break his bones like by just falling over. Wow. So there's, hey, there's the minute. Two minutes of, uh, there's two episodes left. So I, next, uh, I'll give you the finale. Where can you watch this? Discovery Tuesday nights. Right before, after um, bootlegging? I'll be damned. Like or the, uh, like the, the distillers. distillers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I don't, I saw it was on Max, HBO. Yeah. Is that same night? Same. Or is it I, I think so. Okay. Oh, it's on Max? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And there's eight episodes. So they've gone through four or five. So you can watch Max now on the Peloton. So you can watch uh, Big Little Brawlers. Correct. Or The Sopranos. And every time you see the little show when he when they you know how they go to like just a talk they're talking yeah he's sitting on the back of a side by side so like he rides four wheelers and I don't I don't know if I know what a side by side is um, it is a off road vehicle that has two to four seats and you take it. In was the like back country. One of those Can-Ams? Yeah, oh, kind of oh. like a Can-Am. Oh, okay. Kind of. Got it. But it's more for, it's not on the road. It's more for like in the hills and like in the back country. And So he rides around on that? Yes. So his wife comes to visit him and his kids and he takes them four-wheeling. <laughs> I've got to watch this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine so him So basically he is sitting on the lap of his wife. And she's driving him. Is she? A, she's a regular size. Yes. Person. Yes. Okay. So she's like doing the pedal. Well, it's just a thumb. Oh, okay. Some of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. There's, this is excellent. I can't wait to to find something else because this little segment, uh, Morky's Midget <laughs> Minute, uh, who's brought to you by whatever the heck Ross's company is named, really makes it for me. This is my favorite part of the show. Uh, next up, we've got our best Super Bowl halftime shows. Um, when you guys were looking up, researching, oh, did you have something you wanted to say? No. Oh. Um, were there any that stood out for you guys? Uh, the Blues Brothers. Now, when you say the Blues Brothers, you mean like the Blues Brothers? Like well, Dan Aykroyd and... Belushi is no longer alive. So it was... Uh, Jim? It was Jim and it was John Goodman. When? 1997. John. Oh. What? Yeah. John Goodman, though. He's not one of the Blues Brothers. No, but I think he can sing. Pull it off. What year did you say that was? What is that noise? (laughs) There's some construction going on. So uh, last night, Kaysen was over and hit his head on one of Rowan's shelves and knocked it over. Oh, so was that some shelf repair that we just heard? I think so. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. What what year was that that you were saying? 97. 
Because I feel like I remember that. I think I remember it. Blues Brothers. It's an underrated movie for me. I love that movie. I'm surprised you've seen it. I'm surprised I've seen it too, if I'm being honest. Have you seen Blues Brothers? 25 times. Ah, I thought you were about to say no. I was just trying to think how many I counted. That's a, that's a good movie. Oh, it's a great movie. Some great... Um, that's... Um, you know who's in that movie is uh, Princess Leia. Yeah, I was... Uh, yeah. Carrie Fisher, you mean? Yeah, and Aretha. So she's, she's the crazy oh, yeah. like ex-girlfriend yeah. who yeah. every now and then randomly shows up and has a weapon that she's going to kill yes. John Belushi with. Didn't she have a um, flamethrower? I think she had a flamethrower. She had an RPG at one point. <laughs> That's in the very first time she blows up the like oh, wayward they house. Were, they, that's a great movie. Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ray Charles. You know who else I think is in that? And you might want to fact check, fact check this, but I'm pretty sure Carl Weathers is in that. Oh, rest in peace, oh, brother. Yeah. Really? I think he is. I think he's. Uh, I think he's in the band. So you know when they drive around and get all the guys that were in the band. Yeah. I think Carl Weathers is one of those guys. Wow. We're going to have to fact check that. I think he is. I just saw it recently over Christmas break, and I, I don't remember him being it. Let me, I'm going to fact check that. I'm trying to think of best Super Bowl halftime shows when I was younger, and I can't remember because basically I spent, until I was about 15, most of the game or halftime was playing video games with all the other kids, or we yeah. were outside playing hoops. I mean, I dunk was. Dunk hoops or throwing the football. I still, even to this day, I kind of just think of the halftime show as a break. Well, now they're trying to get everyone involved. You know, they had Bruno Mars, um, Shakira. Yeah. Was it they're Shakira? trying to get, I think, more of the female audience involved. Female or younger. So Usher is this this time. I mean, I don't know. I can name like three or four Usher songs, but that's about it. I mean, I don't want to sit there and listen to him say, this is my obsession. <laughs> I, so if you look back at the most recent shows, they're definitely trying to cater to a younger audience. It's, it's more popular music. So the last like five shows, we've got Usher, Rihanna, and then we had that one year that was kind of cool. It was like the, because it was in LA, it was all of the like the rap rap. Oh, that so, was great. I loved it. Just Dre, to build Snoop, up for that. Eminem. Mary J. Blige. Yep. You got it. That was great. I mean, when they promoted that, it was that was awesome. Now, the year before, do you remember the show that the, the weekend? weekend? He it was like he was trying to do some crazy thing and he was wearing some of the cameras at one point. It was the weirdest show ever. And he looked like he just had plastic surgery. Like his face was exploding. It was just so puffy. Okay, Carl Weathers is not in Blues Brothers, but I want you to look at the picture of Matt Guitar Murphy. And tell me this is not Carl Weathers. What? Okay. That looks like him. Wow. We should, before we go any further and forget to mention it, who Carl Weathers is. So Carl Weathers was Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. He was also in Predator. He was also in Happy Gilmore. What else? Chubb. His name was Chubb. Yeah. He was actually also in The Mandalorian recently. Yeah. Action Jackson. What is that? That's an early 90s, late 80s movie. Okay. Yeah. He was Action Jackson. What else am I missing? Well, the, the they do the famous line in Predator when he's sitting in the back and then Schwarzenegger comes up and they high five. And then it just shows how big their arms are. 
like that's a meme now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you know the, the spinoff was his son is in the Creed movies. Yeah, not his actual son. No, but, but just from the yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which um, is Michael B. Jackson or Jordan? Jordan. Michael yeah. B. Jordan. Yeah, and uh, that was what was he seventy six? So, somewhere right around there. Yeah, I didn't know if he was sick or. I didn't hear anything. It said he died in his sleep, but he mm. was awesome. Because so, he went from bad guy to good guy, and then you know Drago killed him. And I think he played a little pro football. He did for the Raiders two yeah. years. Yep, and played. Gosh, where did he play in college? Was he a linebacker? I want to say it was like Miami or somewhere in Florida. I want to uh, say San Diego State. Could be. Well, we could fact check. Yeah. That. How about back in the day? I didn't even realize the Who. Yeah. Performed. Like how recently was that? Uh, I don't know. Michael Jackson, Madonna, U2. Oh, The Who was 2010, not that long ago. Oh, yeah, because you know why they were big? Because of um, CSI. Oh, yeah. Remember their, the song from CSI was The Who? That's right. Springsteen. Springsteen. Prince. Oh, yeah. So why, you know, I just, we've talked about this before. I mean, way back. Why can't we just have, like, Pearl Jam? Why can't we have, like, music that we like? Well, so the funny thing is, I remember uh, when we were looking stuff up, we saw that Paul McCartney had been on at one point, and that was, I believe, the Seattle Seahawks uh, Super Bowl that was taken away from them by the refs against the Steelers. And at the time, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, he did, I thought, a really great job. And I was probably 21 or 22, so I wasn't. I wasn't old looking for a toe tapper necessarily, but I remember at the time people were starting to complain that they were just doing these <laughs> halftime performances for all the old whites out there, all, all the old white guys. Yeah. And ever since then, I feel like other than maybe the who, well, gosh. Okay. So, hey, if you look at that string of shows, it kind of makes sense. They had Paul McCartney next year. They had the Rolling Stones. Then next year they had Prince, then they had Tom Petty, then they had Bruce Springsteen, and then they had The Who. And then after that, it takes a radically different direction. Like Black Eyed Peas, Madonna, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Katy Perry. I feel like someone heard the complaints. Well, what else, what are they how how many more can we go through? Like far back? No, just in terms of what's next. I mean, you want people to watch. I think people are going to watch no matter what. I just wish they had. I want a toe tapper. I want a toe tapper. Yeah. How about, um, man, I don't know. Yeah. I know that every band that I love will never be on the Super Bowl halftime show. I mean, I don't know why they couldn't do some sort of a mix. When you think about how at one point we had... Aerosmith and Run DMC did a song together. Yeah. The the Super Bowl should be planned out far ahead of time. You combine some genres together and they re- reveal some sort of new mashed up song. Fact like, that would be a great on, time. Fact check me on this, but I think for example, Black Eyed Peas, I think Slash was also involved in that halftime performance. Ooh, yeah, I'll look. Like Guns N' Roses would be awesome. I mean, oh, they would have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Man, I look, I think about, 
new like bands now there's not too many bands that are rock bands that people would like well like who are some of the the you know they do the tours now where they're in all the baseball stadiums in the summer so like red hot chili peppers i'd like that yeah i don't know i don't think a lot of people would i mean i would you know i don't like red hot chili peppers but uh hey so slash (laughs) slash was literally slash was with uh Black Eyed Peas for that Super Bowl performance. So, and they were probably trying to appeal to multiple demographics. Yeah, and, yada, yeah. Yada, in case but, you don't know who Slash is, he was the guitarist for Guns N' Roses. Uh, his you know, mom was a teacher. Really? Yes. I'll be damned. Great person. We there's one that we have to talk about because it totally changed radio and TV and everything. Maybe based. the best halftime performance ever. It's definitely a titillating halftime performance. Man, it, I mean, was it cold out or? Are you referring indoor? to Nipplegate? <laughs> Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. Yeah, the crazy part is that he eventually came back and did another sh- another halftime show a different year. He's very talented. He just did Saturday Night Live last week. He's got a new album, new song. Really? Yeah, he was good. He's talented. Hey, you know who would be great at halftime? Jack Black. Oh, Tenacious D? Yeah. See, we would like that. And I think there'd be a lot of people would be like, there's that 10 is million people weird. that would like that. <laughs> you know I, what? <laughs> this is the best and greatest song in the I, world. I, I, think that, <laughs> I think that Jack Black might be the, I wouldn't say the worst possible idea, but I don't even think there's a lot of old white guys who like Jack Black. How about Black. The, the white buffalo? Oh, he'd be amazing. <laughs> you know what I did the other day for the first time? What's that? I listened to Whistler. That's a great song. It's a great song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's coming to Bend June 8th. Uh, is that a Saturday? It's a Saturday. Ben's hard to get to. I've never Not been. really. Well, it's hard to get to when you work, yeah, like in a weekend. Yeah. I mean, same as going to like Spokane, right? But yeah, it's far, farther. Three hours farther. It's farther than Spokane? Oh, it's nor- It's central Oregon. No, I know, but like time-wise. Oh, because yeah. Because it's like four hours to Portland, and then you jog You would a go a different over, route. Right? You'd go... Um, Through Yakima, right? Yeah, and down, and then right up Mount Hood and over. So, so Hood River, go up. I mean, it's probably seven hours, six hours from here. You know what? That was the first time I realized that Mount Hood and Hood River, that's the reason <laughs> I made that yeah, connection. Yeah, it's about yeah. an hour away, I think. Okay. Yeah, so, it's it's uh, it's a great spot, but it's Bend is hard to get to. It's like one of the greatest windsurfing locations in the world, right? Yeah. Hood River. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So something that when I was looking up about Super Bowl halftime shows, I had no idea. Originally, the Super Bowl halftime shows were marching bands from universities. Like the very first Super Bowl says was the University of Arizona Symphonic Marching Band, Grambling State. Um, Anaheim High School. Next one was Grambling State. So did they take like a local? Um, You know, for some of them, it kind of looks that way. But there's maybe some years where they didn't have that. I mean, it also for a while was uh, in Miami to start with. And then it was in Miami a lot and New Orleans a lot. So, yeah. Um, I still... When I when I look at shows that are more recent, there's definitely still some marching bands in there. So they've tried to hold on to that a little bit, but I don't know if that's as popular of a choice. I mean, I would find a marching band to be pretty toe tap worthy. 
I think it's, it would be a good choice. I think a Beatty better than Rhiannon. <laughs> Rhiannon? R- Rihanna? Yes. I I don't know. I'm, I we should make we should just just see make a bet on okay, this year's Usher like next year. It's not going to be a rock band. Do you think I think next year will be Taylor Swift. I was going to just ask, do you think if Taylor Swift wasn't, you know, in the football eye right now, if she'd be a candidate? I heard that. Well, she, she was. Yeah, she this has no. to be like 6 7 months before she was deep in her tour i think is why she right. said no so all of a sudden now she's divisive <laughs> she she's still in her tour she's gonna be she, in a show in japan and have to hot foot it over here well it's it, they said it's not gonna be bad yeah she has her own private plane so why are people mad at her i don't know people get mad at um success yeah, they do. They're jealous. Like when you win, people are pissed at you. We're winners. So I know that some people are not happy. <laughs> well, unlike Seaham. Um yeah. people are unhappy that they will cut screen to her yeah. a lot during but it's the like game. Twenty six seconds. Right. Like, like I understand why they're like, Why are we constantly showing her? But hey, at it, the same time, we've never had someone who's that I can recall as big of a star dating one of the biggest stars in football and when we say as big a star as her it's like she's the biggest star in the world world right now i'd rather look at her than jerry jones oh that shriveled raisin (laughs) right exactly so that's why they're showing her i know and honestly i mean and i want to see she's got great reactions brother yeah climbing out of there hugging babies taking photos but i mean try to get him on the podcast (laughs) Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah. Because they're number one podcast in the world right now. I think we'd get along with him really well. They would They would make us. Like, after being on there or them being on here, oh. we would We would have made it at that well, point. Well, you know what? I'm going to try and make that happen. I'm going to reach out via X. Yeah, be, between, like, your uh, mutual acquaintances. Hey, I'm just going to DM him. Let's see, see what if he might. He might do it. Yeah. He's I mean, a normal guy. That just happens to be the best center ever. Yeah. You think he's going to retire? Yeah, he's done. Uh, it sounded like he was going to retire. He was ready to. And when Schefter announced it for him, he was like, well, now I don't know if I want to retire. Like these, these guys, I don't understand why they are insistent on breaking news about retirement. If they're going to they retire. Just get tired just, of Schefter. Just let them retire. Let them say it. I don't hate do Schefter. that. I don't like him anymore. Because either. of what happened. What? All this stuff. There was some controversy. Like a year ago. Well, he broke something that he wasn't supposed oh, to break. Yeah. Oh. And then he, talking about like how they have specific things that they tell people this to say. It was a big thing and a lot of people were turned off. Well, and the, he's from, he was a Michigan grad. There was also oh. something about him breaking a story and some someone's lives had been lost or something like that. And the way that he broke it was, it was like pretty insensitive. I think there was. There's something recently. Do you remember that. when he was trying to catch footballs off a, off a like a jugs machine? They have like machines that throw yeah. footballs. Do you remember that? Do you guys remember that? Yeah. And like uh, it was Keyshawn Johnson and somebody else, Randy Moss. Yeah, and they're just like one handing it like Velcro, and it looked like it was going to kill Schefter. How tall is he? He's a little man. He He's is, not a little person, but he is he, five foot nine, five eight. 
man. He looks kind of fit, though. Like, I think he'd be able to handle a football better than he did. Yeah, I think he's supremely unathletic. I think that someone who ends up in that that area where you're the uh, the insider, you knew from you know, about five years old that you weren't going to make it in the sports world, so you just you hung around with all the sports guys and tried to find everything out. That That's reminds me of there. my number one worst sports announcer. Oh, we already know. I already know who that is, and I'm not even, <laughs> and I haven't even looked at your list. And I'm sure it's the same as mine. Well, it um, is not. Oh, all right. Uh, do we have any more that we'd like to uh, talk about as far as the best Super Bowl halftime shows or what we have coming up? So it's Usher, and I don't really care. I'm probably not going to watch the Super Bowl halftime show. What's one of the songs that he sings with Little John? Is Little yeah. John a little yeah. person? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's just Lil. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Baby. Oh, my gosh. Little John. That's good stuff. Um, yeah, I think we're ready for our break, and then we'll be back with uh, our beer of the week from Fremont Brewing, followed by our top three worst sports announcers. Welcome back to the View from the Rock podcast, and we're at the segment of our show where, you know, this show might go off the rails a little bit. Uh, we're still in the deep deep woods of our 90 day cleanse and by ours i mean uh morgie and swap not mine um i've dabbled not nearly as much as normal but uh i've also i feel like really acquired a nice taste for non-alcoholics and there's about five different non-alcoholic things in front of us here and we might even talk about some food you never know um so what are we going to have here first well, let's, we doing the, we what doing do you want to do? What do you want to do first, guys? We've got a couple things in front of us here. Both let's non-alcoholic. Do the, let's do the ritual zero proof tequila. Ooh. Okay. So I'll read about this then, because this is kind of, um, as Swap would say, free balling it, right? Yeah. Um, so this is referred to as a liquor replacement. This is ritual zero proof blue agave flower. These are the descriptors as far as what's in it. Oh, there's a lot of them. I don't know if I want to read all of them, but I'm going to. Blue agave flower, Mexican lime, tropical guava, cracked sea salt, charred oak, mesquite smoke, black peppercorn, capsicum fruit, prickly ash, and green bell pepper. Uh, zero calories. Uh, says, made for margaritas with the grassy body and clean fire of tequila without the alcohol or calories. I can see that. For when you're driving, dieting, training... <laughs> Making a baby, <laughs> taking a break, staying up late, getting up early, or just have stuff to do. Um, says good for 12 weeks after opening. So there you go. I'll be damned. Does it need to be refrigerated after you open it? Um, I'm always concerned about that. No refrigeration required, but don't freeze. Because <laughs> if you You're freeze like my it, wife. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be frozen. It looks like a bottle of tequila. It looks, yeah, like mezcal. It's yeah. got that smoky look yeah. to it. So you want to try this? This is a non-alcoholic tequila replacement. So, so what does it smell like? Does it smell like the real deal? Faintly. A little. Okay, it so definitely I does taste a little. the mesquite. And there, there's a little... Uh, I drank it before you guys, so... Oh, it's got a, a little... A little uh, hot. There's a little fire in There's that. a little fire at the end. Just like if you were taking a shot, right? I'll be damned. It's got a little fire in it. It reminds me a little bit. I had a uh, 
ghost pepper infused cider a few weeks ago in Chelan. And similar, similar vibe. You know what? So before I came over, I was telling you that I had a major case of the hiccups. I had actually tried a little bit of this before I came over. <laughs> I think it gave me the hiccups. It's got a little fire. Yeah. Um, I definitely, when I was looking at the, uh, some of these, was surprised I said green bell pepper because I don't think bell pepper has that much flavor. But I feel like I can really taste some bell pepper. You know what? That's not bad. And I think that would be like if you wanted to make a margarita that out would of be that. Good. I think that'd yeah. be good. Definitely an alcoholic margarita. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to try that next time. Um, I definitely wouldn't want to have it as a shot or on the rocks, but in a margarita, it'd probably be pretty good. It's got a little fire. Yeah. I like it. So, all right, we ready for the beer? Yeah, what do we got up next? So, our beer of the week is from Fremont Brewing in Seattle. Um, We've had a lot of their beers in the past, so like the, the Lush, Lush IPA. I mean, don't you think they're probably the greatest Pacific Northwest craft brewer at this point? They're I, so I, ubiquitous I, and so consistent. See, I like Elysian. I like Georgetown. I was going to say Georgetown. or Yeah. So they're all good. They're all good. Um, so this is the Fremont non-alcoholic IPA. So... Drink this anytime you like. It's an IPA. It's non-alcoholic. It's just good beer without the alcohol. The aroma, florals with orange and lemon, followed by some guava, grassy honey, and other sweet aromatics. The flavor is a gentle sweetness and lightly bitter and light body with medium carbonation and slight mouth-watering. Zero ABV. Untapped gives it a zero because it's non-alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a nice palate cleanser after that tequila. I agree. Oh, I like it. That's good. That's the best one I've had so far. That's good. That was my opinion too. I was. I I uh, when you I get got that these, at Rosario. No, I got this at Fred Meyer. Um, I asked Rosario what they had, and it was just your standard athletic brewing stuff. And happened to find this at um, Fred Meyer. They had this, they had a stout, and then they had an orange wit beer. Um, and yeah, this is the best IPA that I've had. That's a non-alcoholic one. I mean, it. It. Everyone says when they try it that you know if you put an IPA in this up front, I don't know if you could choose between the two. I think most of the time I really could. I really don't know if I could with this one. Like, it's really good. See, There's this no would, weird flavor. This, this would go good with Romney's uh, Super Bowl buffalo chicken dip. So we had a listener email us after our last episode asking about, and who was that, Mr. Ruck? Mr. That, Mithin? That was Mr. Mithin um, talking about what our ideal food spread would be for Super Bowl. And that's my number one is Romney's buffalo chicken dip. And you know where she got that? She got that from a quarterback that played for the Jags in the 2000s. David Garrard? Yeah. Wow. Yes. David and then Garrard. she brought the first time she brought that over, it was gone in like 10 minutes. And she was like, oh. I mean, and now it's like, if she doesn't bring it, we're pissed. It's good. And it's gone oh, in 10 minutes. It's so good. It's so good. 
And I think I think there's like some Frank's Red Hot, definitely in it. Yeah, uh, and Frank's Red Hot is not my favorite, but in certain things, like it's that, not super spicy. But. No, but that needs Frank's Red Hot. Well, and do you think it's because it's buffalo chicken? Do you think it's uh, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo sauce? It might be. So what you, else besides that needs to be on your Super Bowl? I love just spread. all the stuff that people are creative about. It is fun to try new stuff, yeah. I like a good meatball on the, on the Super Ooh. Bowl. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, you know, like... Uh, Normally, Nicole Johnson knows how to make some good ones of those. And then just, I love just all the different types of dips. I like a nice artichoke dip. Yeah. yeah. With um, some bread. How about, how do you like the, uh, you know, you can get the Southwest dip yeah. down there. I'm a yeah. big Southwest dip guy. Some wings. So are you guys a, a flat or a drum? Do you know what I mean by that? I like the flat. Okay. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> so with chicken. <laughs> like chick, a drumstick? Chicken wings, there's drumsticks. Oh, and yeah. No, I'm a flats. drumstick. Oh, I'm okay. a drum. Flats are the wings. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I prefer flats. Um, spicy. Just regular, but spicy? Yeah. Buffalo sauce. What about you, Jason? Um, not spicy, Not spicy, but, but like I like some sauce, like a like barbecue just, or something. Oh. So you prefer a bar- barbecue over like the buffalo or a buffalo as long as it's not hot. Okay. How do you feel about like a nice sandwich? You know how some people will do like a nice like a like a little slider sandwich sliders. Yeah, I like those. And then I like the little um tor- you know the rolls? The or they're kind of like a wheel. Like the yeah. Costco ones? Yeah. Yeah. Where like it's almost too. like a a wrap. Oh yeah, a little wrap in the roll. Yeah. yeah. Man, how, what would that do to our system right now if we just went all out after? Well, what's going to happen next Sunday? I don't know. Maybe next Sunday will be non-alcohol, but but f- good food. I hit the dips. So I also need I need queso in there somewhere. Yeah, and oh. I'd love it if my queso has some sort of chorizo in it. Then that'd be a real nice queso dip for me. Mm, I especially love good, oh yeah, if you like actually fry the tortilla chips yourself like ahead of time because then they're nice and. They've got a good structure for dipping. They're not going to fall apart. They're thick and thick and crunchy and, and salty. Ke- Kelly does. She likes does the little chili with Velveeta. Oh yeah. Oh that's yeah. Put that yeah. together and um, whoever invented Velveeta should have a <sighs> statue somewhere. There's just all kinds of goodies, and then the old the go to veggies, veggie tray, little Uncle Dan's. So what did we have? National Championship night. Meats and cheeses. Like a charcuterie? No, the night where we started our cleanse, but the Huskies were playing, and we had... Oh, we had um, Heather, Sign Dog's wife, made this gluten-free something dip. Like paleo buffalo chicken oh, dip. Oh, it was so good. It was. Mm. So it must have had like a almond sauce or something like that. And maybe like cauliflower flour. Is that a thing? I don't know. I mean, fried cauliflower would be pretty good. Have you ever had the the cauliflower wings wings at Buffalo Wild Wings? The, it's just cauliflower that's bread and fried, right? Right. Yeah. No, I haven't. It's not bad. I mean, if I couldn't eat meat, I'd go for it. I would like a nice like uh, cheese stick or a fried pickle. Oh, oh fried pickles. Dang. Have you ever had fried pickles? I have. It's been a while. You know, the boys love them now. If you go back to my previous pick for number three top bars, uh, 
the Beaver Inn. That was one of their their calling cards. Was they had fried pickles. Love fried pickles. Did they have the pickled eggs? No. Well, I mean, it's possible, but I wasn't ordering those. You've had the pickled eggs at a bar? I haven't. Have you? Yeah. I uh, I do. I think I would like pickled eggs, though, because, you know, like when you get a ramen, you get that egg that's been essentially pickled, but in more of like an Asian brine. Mm-hmm. That's same sort of deal. Are you... What do, What's your what's your plan, Rock, for next Sunday? No plan. I don't want to go anywhere where there's Niner fans. Oh, yeah, they're ubiquitous, though. So I'm not going anywhere where they are. I might just stay home. Just put a sign outside: no forty, no Niner fans allowed. Just hang out down in the dungeon. I mean that that's the the choice for us is just anyone but the Niners for the Super Bowl. So we are rooting for the Chiefs. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? We have some friends that are Niner fans, so well, we'll see. No friends are perfect, right? <laughs> That's right. Do you ever uh, get any sort of smoked salmon dip going for? Oh yeah, that would be good. My in-laws make a good smoked salmon dip. Yeah, which I mean, at the end of the day, isn't it really just cream cheese, just straight with smoked salmon? There might be like some Worcestershire in there. Okay. My mom makes a good cr- cold crab dip. Yeah. Oh, nice crab dip is good. Oh, yeah. I like a good hot crab dip, too. Oh, yeah. How about a stuffed mushroom? Oh, oh I haven't seen I, that. I, in a I while. actually can, I do really good ones because I've been trying to perfect those for Kelly. Oh, yeah. I don't think we've ever tried to make it. changed. Them. It's really easy. Yeah. Or even a stuffed uh, pepper. I love stuffed yeah, peppers. Yeah, I do too. Costco makes a nice stuffed pepper. Yeah. And then uh, anything wrapped in bacon. Mm. So you do the uh, um, jalapeno popper, basically, right? But you have it in half, and then you roll it with bacon, and you smoke them. So at the secret bar the other night, I had a sushi roll with some candied bacon in it. This, the secret bar? Yeah. Can't, Tasha's table. Well, it's not a secret anymore, is it? Well, that's, <laughs> that's, it's not a, is it a secret bar. It, it was to me. <laughs> That's the speakeasy, right? Yeah. Or a speakeasy. Is there a name for it? I don't think so. Were you seated back there? We went in and um, they said, do you want to go behind the purple door? And we said yes. Was it already crowded? The restaurant part was. The secret bar had nobody else in it. Oh. It was already crowded at 4.15? Yeah, it was packed. Do can do you get regular food and drink service back there, or yep. is it limited? Yeah, you can get whatever you want back there. That's cool. Yeah. Have you ever been there? No. To oh. ne- I haven't been to either. It's either awesome. Tasha's table. Yeah, or the- it's really good. And they have a nice brunch on the weekends. It's really good. I'm really just, good. Yeah. I'm interested in a place that is going to actively try to hide me from the public. I don't, I don't want to see people. So you went last week to happy hour at Dad's Diner. Thank you for reminding me. Oh, that was that was a delight. Wow. Um, so we almost ordered the whole menu. Uh, let's see. We <laughs> that we we had a butter burger. The butter burger, if you can imagine, is a burger with nothing on it except for you put a load of butter on. I think the bun and put it on top of the hot burger. And then all of that just melts down onto it. And then the little carafe plate that it's presented to you in has probably 
a quarter of an inch of just liquid butter that the thing is just floating in. And so the bun on the bottom is just like Ugh. ensconced in butter. Wow. So it does have a bun. I'm drooling. It's it's two pieces of bread, which is a yeah, bun, and then meat, and that's it. But this is not a is this a fork deal? Um you know, because there was multiple people here, we cut it up. If I was just So you just it, did you ordered like five or six things and you yeah, all tried all correct. Of them. Um if I was eating it on my own, I think I would dive in with my hands. Mm-hmm. But your hands would come out buttery. Yep. Okay. So you probably have to lick your fingers. That'd be fine. I can handle that. <laughs> Next after that, what do we have? Oh, okay. I think the best thing that I had there was the fried cheese curds in hot honey. Oh my god. Chili crisp. Oh my word. We had two orders of those, and I probably could have had four. I mean they it was unreal. The bite and from Neil that. was cooking. Yeah. Neil came over and uh actually gave us some free pancake fries. So describe the pancake fries. So they take a pancake, they griddle it, and then they chop it up into like large steak cut fry shape. Uh-huh. And then from there, I believe they fry it in their fryer and then they they definitely salt them pretty heavily because they're they end up being kind of savory and they put some sort of like sriracha maple syrup over the whole thing they're they're good a lot better than i thought they'd be so is there a dipping sauce or is it just what's on it i think if you wanted more of that maple syrup to dip in you could get it but it they give it to you with just what they drizzled on so what else did they have there on their happy hour menu? Um, so we also had the smash burger tacos, which is like having a um, smash burger, but sort of like with Big Mac sauce on it. And then they, I think, smash the burger into the tortilla. So the tortilla gets a little fried up, but then on the outside, they also put cheese on it and then that ends up crisping up so you've got this like cheese shell on the outside of a tortilla with a smash burger inside of it it's pretty unreal that sounds amazing uh and then they also let's see we also had some chili cheese fries (laughs) those are great um and then they have nachos we didn't have those and i feel like they had a chili chili dog too and that was you and carl and kirk and josh and dick fryer oh nice uh yeah that was a it was a great time um is that for your birthday that was yep 36 now happy birthday share the same birthday as justin timberlake wow that's probably why he was on snl recently big time um yeah i think that's i think that's all they had um are we ready to move on from food or little I think we're gluttonous ready. part of our episode top three that was the best food experience I've had in five weeks. I'm hungry. I'm not sure if it was great for our listeners or not because we were just naming off foods and going, oh, yeah. But I liked it. They sound, <laughs> I mean, if I was a listener, I'd be like, I want to go to dad's happy hour. And ha- yeah. when is their happy hour? Every night? Uh, I believe it's Wednesday to Friday from 3 to 5. Dad's Diner, Commercial Avenue, right next to the Union Tavern. In Anacortes, Washington. Um, it just left my brain. Um, oh, you know, feel free to give us feedback on some of the things that we've tried out today, like talking about food or, you know, let us know how Morgie's Midget show is going. Um, Morgie's Midget, Midget Minute, excuse me. And to let us know how that's going, you should email us at the view from the rock 
at gmail.com. Uh, would anyone like to go first for the top three worst sports announcers? We got a volunteer, Jason. All right. Uh, my top three, my number three worst sports announcers is any person that does duck games. Oh, <laughs> whoever that is, football, <laughs> basketball. Have you actually heard yes. one of their announcers? Yeah. And I can't give you their name. But whoever it was when Kenny Whedon had the interception. Yeah. Yeah. He can yeah. suck he, it. He's probably top three worst people. Yeah. So, Big Chris, I know you know. Matt, tell me who it is. Um, that's my number three. Any, that guy from Oregon is gotcha. terrible. Well, uh, I'll go next. For me, I really do not enjoy listening to Greg Olson. Uh, former tight end for the Panthers and the Seahawks mm-hmm. and the Bears. Um, you know, there's definitely a lot worse than him. And if he's on, I can I can handle it. But he ends up saying a lot of buzzwords and catchphrases that I don't think he either explains well to the listening audience or he doesn't understand well himself. Um, sometimes maybe, you know, being a tight end, he doesn't quite understand what's going on. Uh, you know, I imagine he's got more football knowledge than me, but I don't know. His sometimes his presentation, he he acts like that he knows what the quarterback's doing, but I'm not confident that he really does. He's no Tony Romo, and you know a lot of people don't like Tony Romo. I like Tony Romo. I do. I don't know why people wouldn't like Tony Tony Romo, but I've heard that. I like. I love Tony Romo yeah. because he fumbled on the snap. That was one of the greatest plays ever. I remember the sitting. In, I was sitting in Colin's living room, and then I we jumped up and down when he got tackled by Babineau. And that was he was going to get a first down. That's what's kind of forgotten. They about was going to get a touchdown. I I know, but, but if they, he just went down and not fumbled, they get the ball back. They were they could have got a first down. Oh, before yeah, yeah. the touchdown. Yeah. And so the tackle was oh. like super underrated in that play. Yeah, big play, Babs. That's right. So my number three is probably going to be kind of controversial, um, and I it pains me to even say it. Rick Riz, double R. Ooh. Yeah. I know he's a staple here, but he's just so positive. I don't want positive. <laughs> I don't want positive. The Mariners have sucked forever. I don't want it to be positive. It is a valid point where with the Mariners and how painful it has been to be a fan of theirs pretty much their whole existence. I mean, there's no place for positivity there. I no. Especially now. They're sucking on everything. How about off this, season? This off season just made me want to. You know, he'll just say, he'll say, "Oh, the greatest fans in baseball," and I'm like, "No, they're not. <laughs> they're not. They're not the greatest fans in baseball. It's not the greatest stadium in baseball, and they suck." So I've got a question. He's most of the time at this point on riding solo radio. Yeah, right. But radio, yeah. But it's just him. No other guy with him, right? Uh, I think so. You know, so this so that's was kind of like impressive, isn't that? But I'll tell you when it was really, really bad. This was this would be my one if they were still together. <laughs> he would do back in the old days. He'd have Dave Valley with him. Oh, oh yeah. And Dave Valley is like Mister Positive on steroids. <laughs> what about um, the catcher, Dan Wilson? Dan well, Wilson. Dave too. Valley was a catcher. I know. Too. Yeah. yeah, I like Dan Wilson. 
But Dave Valley and Rick Riz, it was just so positive. Do we still have Blowers? I like Blowers. Yeah. yeah. And Sims. I like Sims. And then if you really want to get people upset, you put Angie Mentick in there, and then people are really angry about that. I personally, oh. I, I don't have a problem with it. I have more of a problem when they have five people in the booth and none of them are the lead like anchor because then it's just this like free for all where they're just stepping on each other's words. Yeah. But I think that Angie often has said things where I'm like, oh, it's, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Well, she, she was a really good player. Softball, you dub, right? Yeah. She now lives in Sumner. So I know that because of a friend of Brennan's and Seattle teammates, her husband got the Sumner job last year. Oh, really? For one year. And her son was immediately on varsity as a freshman and played, and then he was gone after one year. Ooh. Um, High school coaching is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. So, and there's a few other stories we have about her that... If we ever do a secret podcast again, again, that'll definitely be on there. It'll definitely be intended to be on there and then won't make it because the secret podcast, I don't know if that ended up being very... um, it was fun. It was fun. I don't think there's anything on it that couldn't be published. That's probably accurate. Yeah. I'm not sure many people heard what we said. I mean, we there's still have the, we have the audio recording. If we ever wanted to upload it, we could, but it's just not the best quality. Yeah. So what's your number two? My number two is Dennis Miller. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> Monday I totally night, forgot about Monday that night football. He was oh. terrible. Like what oh. were they thinking? I wish he's that was a comedian. A, I what? How did they think that was a good idea? And I I got to be honest, I kind of liked him. I just don't know how at ABC with all all their guys in there, they thought, hey, this is going to be a good idea. Let's who, have Dennis who was, Miller. Who was with him? Well, was it was, was it, it Tony Kornheiser? I wanted to say Frank Gifford. Yeah, I don't know. He was either. terrible. At one point, they had like three people in the booth, and I want to say Kornheiser was in there from around, or not around the horn, but um, you know, the show he's on with Wilbon. Yeah, that ESPN show, yeah. whatever it is. Um, and Dennis Miller, and then who's yeah, I don't remember. Pardon the interruption. Yeah, pardon the interruption. And then I don't remember who the main guy was. It was all bad. It was bad, bad, bad. Um, that reminded me actually who my number one hate is and so the person who's my number one now they have a free pass they're they're not going to be in my top three at all you're number one you just got a new number one but it's not going to be in it yeah just because of what i said with dennis miller so do you still have the same number one that you had nope okay because your number one is my number two but I really? don't know. I don't know where we my are. My new number one or my no, old one? No, you're, you're old on number, number two now. Yeah. Your old number one is my number two. Okay, cool. So okay. you can talk about them and I'll pile on. But I think it's your turn, right? Yeah, my number okay. two is a recent broadcaster, and it's Mark Sanchez, Mr. Butt Fumble himself. He is like watching a show. Uh it's like watching someone um basically repeat all the things that their dad told them when they were growing up watching football and thinking that like everyone else is going to get the inside joke is going to laugh. Like he, he's not serious most of the time. And then he has these like lame corny catchphrases. He drives me insane. I, I, I hate him so much. I do too. I don't like him. Do you remember when he came out early at USC and Pete Carroll at, at the press conference? Yes. I forget what he said, but it was kind of like, you could tell he, he thought this was a bad idea. 
You remember that? Yeah, maybe. He was at Pete Carroll was still at USC. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he We always we got him like twice too, the Seahawks did this year. Yes. I think the Jets went to an AFC championship game with him at Yeah, they did. You know, it's one of those things where his amount of confidence that he portrays does not match with the amount of intellect or um quality noticings he's actually letting us know about. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, my number two, Joe Buck. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just can't watch. I can barely watch the World Series. I can barely watch it. Joe Buck. Do you think uh, he's worse at baseball than football or I, same? I think he's horrible at baseball. Dude, he's been around for 30 years. Why do they, why, again, why at the network? Do they have all these people in the room and they think, yeah, it's a good idea to just keep running Joe Buck out there? It's safe. That's why. That's my only thing I can imagine because, yeah, he drives me crazy too. These are the same guys putting Super Bowl halftime shows together. They're not for us. No, they're not. Yeah, oh, the thing right. that bothers me the most probably about Buck is his slick back, you know, self-assured confidence. Um, I, it's actually, for a while, I didn't like Troy Aikman either. But I actually now dislike... I like Aikman better. Yeah, I dislike Buck so much more than I dislike Aikman that I realized for a long time it was just because of Buck that I hated Aikman. You know what I will say about Troy Aikman is when you're watching a game, you don't notice him. And I think that's a compliment. I agree. Yeah. Like Uh, Joe Buck, I notice 105% of the time. (laughs) I just wanted to shut up. who is going to be – it's going to be Jim Nance and Romo? Yes. Because it's CBS. Yeah. Which reminds me, I have a complaint that might not affect most people. Do you realize that there's no 4K video option for any football game pretty much all year long, and then all of a sudden they have the NFC championship 4K, didn't have the AFC, and they've got the Super Bowl. Really? Why can they not offer all of the games in 4K or at least all the playoff games? It drives me insane. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. If you had a big screen or like a big projector... The higher quality it is. It's not 4K swap. So No, I got a great TV. Yeah. It's All not right. 4K. It's like 2K or 1K. That was my tech point five. My tech my tech minute where I complain about something that really doesn't bother so anyone. So do you else. have a 4K TV? Yeah. Every I think TV most now people is 4K. Do. Is your TV 4K? Uh this one out here is. Okay. I, I bet yours is. No, mine's pretty old. But man, I've But been now looking. a new TV, they're all 4K. So I've been looking at TVs. You have? Yeah. And oh. yeah, because you know, swap know that a little bit. <laughs> they're little cheap. Bit. They're they're cheap. You remember the big TVs you'd get when you were a kid, the console TVs. Yeah, you they, couldn't wrap your arms around. You needed a crane. Yeah, to get it in your house. Yeah, but the cheap TVs and those were like three thousand dollars back in yeah. nineteen seventy eight. Unwatchable now. Oh my god. Mm. Oh, I'm. My number one, I hate, and I listened to him the other night. Actually, last night. He was in Seattle. Oh, I know. He's, he almost made my top three. Bill Walton. <laughs> God. His 30 for 30s is awesome. He was a great player and all that, but he is just, <coughs> he's so weird. Did you see he had a, Mike McCullough got a picture with him? I saw that. He was doing the UW game last night, but he just, the, and just goes off on, Tangents, tangents yeah. that are just hey have you read this book 
Like, da da da. So I went to a game, went to the game, and he was doing the game, and he was wearing uh, like tie dye. No, like a UW Crew singlet. <laughs> and he can barely walk. Yeah. Barely stand. Yeah. Like he walks, like he's been over, he's what, 90 degree angle when oh, yeah. he walks. Oh, yeah. He's he's like top five guys I would like to sit and have a cup of coffee with. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so that's why I actually like listening to his broadcast. Is most of the time, it's like college basketball, and I want to be entertained. And so his stories make me laugh. And I don't really know much about the players, and I don't really care. Hey, sidebar here. Do you know how crazy my head is going to be when we are sports betting during March Madness? Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Why do you, what? I don't understand. Just because, like, we'll, we get a bet on anything and everything. Because we'll go out there now, and maybe there's a couple <laughs> football games on. <laughs> there's a couple football games, and you're going to like, you're going to bet on the Chiefs, you're going to bet on the Ravens. So, are you like, so all is, the, all is, the, is part of this that this sports book hasn't been here since, like, it wasn't here for last March Madness? No. no. Oh, okay. So, just now we, they have them in all the um, casinos. Gotcha. So they used to be just in one or two. Now they moved all the way up. So we have, and they redid the the area with like all these couches and TVs. So you can just make bets and then go out there and cash them. And, and the live betting ruck. What? Like you got to bet on a game and then it's halftime and it's a different score. So, the so you can change. just go, you can just go do the second half if you wanted. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, since I have no idea what I'm doing as far as betting, I really need you guys to like walk me through it when you betting for dummies. There. Yeah, it's yeah, it's you can just start off on the basics, just money line. Like, who's going to win the game? No, I understand that. Yeah, but I'm and saying then like just a fun little like five dollar parlays. Like you do like one parlay and like five dollars can win you eighty. Sounds dangerous. But there's but a possibility $5. that I could lose that money, though. $5. Well, I don't really want to lose $5. Ugh. You just need to go in, and you, you need to have a plan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have this much money, and I'm going to be okay losing it. So I will say the only time I have bet was I went to Emerald Downs. Oh, we did yeah. that a few years back. That's an easy way to lose a lot of money. It's fun. Fun. No, it's fun. You got no idea what any of this stuff is, so you're just like, yeah. I like that name. I like those odds. Let's do it. But I know nothing about horses, but we went down one day, and there is no natural high like having money on a horse. That's right. And having that race finish. Yeah. Yeah. Bartness. Yeah. Our old psych, the school psych from the middle school, was uh, used to handicap horses. He was at the live podcast. Yeah. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. He took us to Emerald Downs. What? Yes. And he had all the horses and basically almost the same exact handicaps as the program there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's In amazing. fact, one year we did a weight loss contest and he handicapped all of us and gave us horse names. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the year before I got here. <laughs> I don't think they'd let him do that anymore. Tyler Starkovich. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. What's oh. your number one, Rock? My number one? I can't believe I almost forgot this. Booger McFarland. Golly. Mm. He was big boy. He, he was the worst. Big boy football. I'm trying to remember who else was on there with him, but 
He was so bad in the booth that they eventually put him down on the sideline oh, and then put him thing. in the booger mobile. Yeah. And he had like this big TV up there and it like blocked a bit, a big part of the stands behind him. And people would like post on social media. Cool. Can't see the game. I paid $500 to because the booger mobile is in front of yeah. me. And he was awful this year with oh. the Huskies. I mean, he's a bad, he's a bad announcer. I think that normally getting a D lineman to announce something is a pretty terrible idea from the standpoint that normally D linemen don't know anything of what's going on defensively and definitely don't offensively. They put their hand in the ground and they've got the gap in front of them and they go forward or they try to maintain it. And that's it. They don't learn about the rest of football. You know who was good though? That was a D lineman was uh, uh, Siragusa. Oh, yeah. Tony. Yeah. A sideline guy. He was always in the end zone. Yeah. He was funny. And and he had a, a small part to play. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about Syracuse. He was good. Okay, my number one, Bob Costas. Oh, yeah. yeah I knew that. Yeah. I just he he's gonna take a baseball game and he's he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna be dropped down from the heavens to grace us with his presence to do a big baseball game and he's gonna use big words, show everybody how smart he is. Um and talk to us like we're idiots. I'm smarter than you. This is the greatest magical poetic event I've ever been at. And I'm going to use a bunch of big words. And the talk, Olympics. Talk down to you peons. So I'm at this point, I only see him, I feel like, at the Olympics. So is he still do other sports? He was NBC, right? Forever. Yeah. Does he do anything still? Um, he shows up. Doesn't he show up at baseball games still? Maybe Olympics for sure. So at his peak, what was he normally announcing? He would be like World Series on NBC, and he's been around forever. But even even with the Olympics, same deal. He'll come down, and it's like the gods have decided today is the day that we're going to deliver you Bob Costas because he is so great and mighty in yeah. his announcing skills. I'm just trying to remember if I've witnessed him announce things other than the olympics like did he do some basketball stuff for nbc like when it was like basketball sundays you know and it was the uh the song we all we all know wouldn't he be like the oh, studio yeah. guy at and times? then it was marv albert nbc marv albert he's got a special place in this in this list but i yeah. think we'll save that one for a secret <laughs> podcast i think we could say it well he's a biter yeah and he <laughs> I feel like we did say it at one point. Actually. And he never got in trouble, really. No. Maybe I mean, a little. People have done a lot worse than him and also not gotten in trouble. So there is that. I might Google that later. I think some of the facts have been blurred over time. <sighs> That's probably very accurate. Well, I think that'll do it for top three worst sports announcers. Uh, hope you learned about some uh, things you're going to partake in, food or fake alcohol-wise, for your Super Bowl festivities coming up here. And uh, don't forget, if you have any things that we screwed up, let us know at theviewfromtherocketgmail.com. Uh, we don't know when our next episode will be or what it's about, but we hope to see you then. Remember, you can listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. 